welcome back to the podcast. Going to do a little year in review, best of type episode here solo. Just going to kind of walk through some of the stuff that I've liked uh, over this past year. Everything from gear to books and films and podcasts. So I'll get started here. I think the best thing that uh, wife and I bought this year was uh, the Seek Outside Red Cliff Hot Tent. Um, if you've listened to the episode or this this podcast, you know that I hate the term game changer, but having a hot tent is just unbelievable. Um, this time of year, it's, it's end of December now, but uh, so it's still deer season going on, but they're starting to shed their antlers or have been shedding their antlers. So we kind of hung up our rifles uh, at the beginning of the month. Um, but being able to get dry is such a, a difficult thing to do uh, up here. It's a uh, very difficult to start fires. So if you're bringing a hot tent, you're taking your skiff, you're taking your boat, you're anchoring up, you're going to shore, you're setting up the hot tent, bringing some firewood, being able to just kind of spend those dark hours getting dry, uh, really good for the um, emotional longevity and uh, helping out the hunt. So really nice to, to have that seek outside Red Cliff. A um, couple recommendations, I, I guess I would say with that is that it's, it's hard to find spots in the forest that are flat enough or, or large enough. So you might have to be incorporating some some stumps or some some things in there. And then the moisture from the damp floor is going to create a lot of condensation in the tent itself as that kind of all dries out. So it's gonna there's going to be condensation. It's going to kind of drip on you if it's raining. Um, but you're still dry and you're still warm. It's just it's game changer in the actual meaning or the, the intended meaning and definition of that. So yeah, huge fan of that. Really glad we got that. As far as gear goes... Uh, Clothing wise, uh, the SG or the Stone Glacier M7 pants have been great. They're a really good hunting pant. Um, they stayed waterproof. I'm assuming that at some point they're going to break down, uh, as all hunting pants do. You just wear them enough, you put them through enough, then yeah, it just it's what happens. But um, they've been really nice to hunt in, super durable, comfortable, and uh, definitely worth it. It's nice to be able to zip down the whole side there to, to vent out if you're getting a lot of extra heat. I got uh, the insulated, so you can just run with that. Um, during, uh, just like you have maybe a uh, long underwear during, uh, during the cold season, but you can uh, just run those pants and it's, it's super nice to not have to have a separate pair of rain pants. If you know, it's going to be wet and sloshy, you can just throw those on. So, um, I like having the, the, the pant that I'm just going to wear as a hunting pant and not have your hunting pant separate from your rain gear. Um, especially for just, you know, getting through the, the brush up here, it's, it's, it's so thick and so horrible anyway. So a uh, really good pant there, uh, farm defeat socks, the, the tactical socks, those are my go-to socks this year and, uh, crispy boots again, just, uh, super nice, uh, comfortable. They got, uh, I think they're three out of five on the stiffness scale. So they're not super, super stiff, like a Loa. Um, so you get some flexibility and then you don't, uh, I don't get, uh, hot spots. Uh, some people really like the lowest for, for sheep hunting and whatnot, super stiff. So your, your feet don't wear out, but, uh, um, you know, they, they can cause some hot spots if you, if you sweat a lot in, uh, in the foot. So, uh, ammo wise, uh, usually go with the Hornady, uh, white tail, uh, grain for, for deer up here. But, uh, this year I started shooting the Hornady precision hunter. They're, uh, more expensive, but that EDL, ELDX is a super, super awesome round that uh, wife and I both both really liked. So that's what we're shooting. The 145 grain is a little bit big for um, uh, the deer, but it just kind of goes right through. You make a good shot and you're, you're in good shape. So uh, bag-wise, the Sagebrush uh, Cavern has been an awesome bag for us. Um, 
And Abby and I will talk about that more. Uh, we're going to do another episode to kind of close out the year. So this is just kind of a quick run through of, uh, of some gear. But uh, we were a little hesitant at first because uh, it, it is kind of expensive. But, man, it's it's a huge bag. You can fit a lot of stuff in there. When we went north uh, to Anchorage for our kind of trout fest, we got our alpaca rafts in there. We got the uh, paddles in there. We got um, waders in there and boots and a whole bunch of other gear. So it's a super nice pack. It's got the dual zippers on it so you can you can zip up one of them and really stuff that end of it. You don't have to worry about your bag being so stuffed that you can't close it. Or when you're trying to zip it, uh, you have to like sit on it. So it's, it's a super nice, uh, well-designed pack. That's, that's, you know, when, when John does the testing, he, like he'll get in the ocean, uh, in a, in a dry suit and he'll have the bag inflated with air and he'll use it as like a buoy. Like he'll, 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 he'll raft on it. So it's, just absolutely great. Um, and I think Steve Rinella actually has some of their stuff and has recommended it too. Um, so, I mean, if you, if you're into Steve Rinella recommendations, uh, then, then yeah, the sagebrush, anything that they make is, is going to be worth it. Uh, podcasts. Um, I kind of, I undulate quite a bit. I'm not, I get tired of, of hunting videos and hunting podcasts. I like kind of an all around everything, which you can kind of see, uh, in my podcast, I do a lot of stuff about hunting, but also a lot of other things are, are interesting. So kind of the life of a hunter no, rather than just hunting. So I'll kind of go back. I'll Tundra Talk and Alaska Wild Project for, for the Alaska ones. And then uh, like Tim Ferriss, just like lifestyle type stuff. Uh, Joe Rogan has a lot of interesting uh, guests on some good podcasts. I like the Outdoor Life podcast because it's a like intellectual hunter, not to say that other podcasts aren't intellectual, but there's just kind of a different, a lot of times writers sound a little different or people who write for a living and hunt. There's just a different, I was just different, uh, big fan of that, uh, that podcast. And then the art of manliness podcast is a really good one. Um, there's health in there. There's literature in there. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. So those are kind of my, my top podcasts and a uh, big fan of Bill Maher too. I didn't really think that I would be a huge fan of his, but uh, you know, he kind of represents, he calls things as they see him. And I disagree with a lot of the stuff or at least some of the stuff uh, politically, but you know, he, he's not afraid to call out the other side. So it's kind of nice to, to listen. If I do want some political commentary to listen to someone who will call out bad stuff as he sees it rather than just be, uh, totally on one side with, uh, with, with rhetoric and whatnot. Um, as far as books go, I'd say, uh, for Alaska, if you haven't read them, uh, one man's wilderness about Dick Bernanke and, uh, Alaska's Wolfman, uh, Frank Glazer, those just must read books. You got to read those books. So, so good. Um, other books I read this, uh, this year that I really liked, uh, of boys and men by uh, Richard Reeves talking about the, uh, the decline of, of, the mental health of, of men and boys and what can be done about it. So a super interesting book, uh, coddling of the American mind. I think that came out in 2018 or something like that, but that's a really good book to read. I haven't, uh, I hadn't read it till this year. A uh, really good book. Um, killers of the flower moon was a great book. I finished last month. Uh, it, it, I'm uh, fascinated by, uh, Western history. So, uh, during westward expansion in the 1800s and Lewis and Clark and, um, just all the, the Oregon trail. And then as everything was kind of capitalism and everything was moving, uh, there's so many unbelievable stories. They're, they're horribly tragic, uh, stories as is the case with the killers of the flower moon. 
but uh, just fascinating stories about uh, about the American West. Really, uh, really into that sort of history. Um, into the Raging Sea was another uh, really good book that I read. I think I started that out in uh, January or February. Read that uh, interesting book about um, uh, shipping freight um, and uh, and losing of a boat. Pretty uh, tragic adventure story there. But um, so that's what I got for books. As far as films go, I think the three that kind of stuck out. Um, that I, that I really liked the, the Cam Haynes's film. I, I, this is not on my list, but I, I thought that was a pretty good film. I did a little review on that one, but uh, I'd say rain likely by stone glacier, uh, caribou hunt, my buddy Jesse up there. So I'm definitely, definitely biased about that one, but I just really like that one and probably bias on this one too. Um, Nate Endicott's, uh, fate beyond reason was an awesome, uh, blacktail, uh, Columbia blacktail, uh, buck hunt in, uh, in Oregon. Uh, Nate's a, Nate's a good dude. Got a chance to, to meet him, hang out with him a little bit when he was up in Alaska. So uh, I like his films. They're you know, eight to 15 minutes. He doesn't go overboard with a whole bunch of extra stuff. He's a really good, humble, authentic guy. He's not the type of guy who like says that he's authentic or wants to be authentic, and then you can just tell that he's not. He's just hamming it up. So a uh, big fan of that. And then uh, stumbled upon the Simple Living Alaska YouTube. So it's not like one video in particular, but uh, I really like their uh, the stuff that they're putting together on the YouTube, that's uh, Simple Life Alaska. That's also their their Instagram handle. So, uh, yeah, that'll do it. Um, there's some some recommendations. Take them or leave them. If you have any questions about other stuff that I may have uh, skipped over or have uh, any interest in um, um, other things that we use here in uh, Southeast Alaska or lifestyle, well, uh, yeah, send, me a, send me a message. Follow me on uh, social media. Send an email, whatever. Go to onstepalaska.com and you can fill out the form there or, or drop me a, a DM. So appreciate you listening and we'll talk to you next time.